You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center, this is Phoenix FM. This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the... Welcome to the Wrestling Rewind. The only wrestling podcast by fans who don't hate wrestling. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Wrestling Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. My name is Dara Connor. Welcome to our stream, guys, as well. We were finally able to stream again properly. And it is a pleasure to have you here this evening. My name is Dara Connor. I am not joined by Dave, we don't know where Dave is, he'll be back eventually, he sends his love, but we are joined by the one and only, uh, the reigning, defending, undefeated, Mr. Martin Herty. Martin, how are you, sir? Just, just living like a champion, you know yourself, just every day is another victory. <laughs> well, it's well earned, sir, it's well earned. Um, we have a lot to get through this week, this week of course is the week uh, of revolution so we'll be talking about that as well man there's so much to get through this week before we actually get into it but before we do um how have you been ah grand you know like you say it's been a, a busy couple of weeks for uh if you're a wrestling fan so i've a, I've a page of notes here i don't know if we'll get through it all but uh we'll take a crack at it absolutely like uh, you know it's by going to the past which we normally do and that's totally cool and it's kind of our wheelhouse but um, sometimes we have to jump into the future and now or the present as it were well uh, particularly when we're the ones who called it the, yeah. the big news this week we, we'll get to it but we called it months ago we did we did and let's just start there because it is the huge news so first things first it was supposed to be AEW uh, had the announcement right they're like what's going on what's going on and we we're like yeah, man, this doesn't this doesn't smell right to me. And sure enough, Tony Khan came out, and not only did they buy the tape library, not only did they buy uh, the all out or something, they bought the whole effing whole thing. enchilada, the whole lot. So as you can see here on the screen, folks, AEW have bought Ring of Honor. And uh, the question now is. It's like like the dog chasing the car. <laughs> now they've caught it. What did they What did they do with it? Well, that's it. You know, it, it opens up a whole. I I did really enjoy the the, the Shane McMahon thing where he's like, "No, Shane's not coming." <laughs> no, no, <it's> just <laughs> is is it Tony? Um, he's so weird because I actually love him on the. Uh, do you know the post show kind of media scrum they do? Yeah. But it, whenever he tries to do any kind of wrestling promos, <laughs> he's such a goofball. Oh man, it's so awkward. It was just so yeah. you could you could tell that like he's not comfortable. But that's totally fine too, and I it's, was just it's kind of endearing. Yeah, man, I was just like, oh, I don't particularly like him, but I thought this was kind of funny, and um, 
that line kind of killed me a little bit. I was like, ah, oh, this is great. <laughs> but um, look, it wasn't a surprise. We called it like literally almost to the week. We we said this is what's going to happen. And it did. So news broke on Wednesday. Uh, they had an announcement. And it's like, it has to be this. You know, some people were like, well, they're probably going to buy the tape library. And after the tape library, they're going to, you know, they, they might buy all out. Yeah, because obviously that was the, or all in, all in, sorry. It was the first uh, pay-per-view that would become AEW, but there was no AEW, so yeah, it, it was run by it, Ring of Honor. Well, it just, it made so much sense. Like, when you think about it, like, there's all this talk about AEW setting up, you know, some sort of network or streaming service in the next uh, couple of years. Yeah. They, they have, you know, they're going to want that back library of classic, you know, punk matches, Danielson matches. Like, yeah. Um, and and it, there's even talk in terms of, the streaming service that they're also looking at not buying but doing a kind of a deal with a PWG. Mm. So it's it's basically the whole elite uh, history that they're that they're picking up. A couple of years ago, I think this would have made more sense for WWE to pick up, but now there's no real reason. Like, why would they need it? Why would they? You know, they don't want to draw attention to anyone who isn't, you know, the cartoons that eventually they're going to make, uh, voiced by Roman Reigns. <laughs> but <laughs> but well yeah like why why would they um why why would they want to show everybody how great Danielson is how great Punk is like it doesn't sorry excuse me it doesn't um make sense for them to do and also it's just not in their their uh, kind of worldview you know it's no. it's WWE and that's it there are no outside entities exactly and look that's fair enough you know as far as like as far as what WWE want to do they can do it you know um but what's interesting about this move is it's now quasi created an alternative of non-WWE like anything that isn't WWE is going to probably be on here eventually if it is streaming service there are some talks that it's probably going to go on um HBO, HBO. Max. yeah I heard it from the Observer Observer were pretty much laying it out and they're like yeah it's going to go on HBO Max uh which we don't have but yeah that I don't was... know how it's going to work here I suppose they could end up with a network style, st- style situation mm. where that's their deal in North America, and yeah. then in the rest of the world they just have like a like a stri- like an AEW streaming service. Now, if I was AEW, and I'm not, but what I would do is I would link up with Impact and do a licensing thing. Where imagine that, dude, you have uh, AEW, ROH, and Impact on one streaming service. I, I'm I'm with you, man. I would That's incredible. That's pull in PWG, CCW, yeah. like, and I pay I, it. I genuinely yeah. pay it. I I pay at least what I'm paying for the network for that because that is such good value. Yeah, and uh, like uh, it makes sense with the because they don't um, ban their wrestlers from working with other companies. It makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you have John Moxley's CCW cage match on it? You know, mm. like. Um, so I think what they could build is a real, genuine wrestling alternative. Like this is where the, the wrestling happens. You know, this is yeah. where you get from your major AW pay per views down to your smaller um, uh, indie shows. Yeah, and it's it's like it's good but, for them in but, terms of. Uh, but, but I mean, wrestlers. like, but I mean, like, if if you're. If you're sitting there, like Ring of Honor had this, like people are going to see Ring of Honor who've never seen Ring of Honor before because it was hard to find. Like over here, it's almost impossible to find. AEW to a certain extent is pretty hard to find now and then. Uh, I mean, I mean, legitimately. 
and impact is literally impossible to find legitimately in in lots of ways so you kind of have to find other ways around it and i think wouldn't it be really cool to have something where you can just have there where the shows are uploaded you can get the pay-per-views and you're you're given this stream of content which not only take the take it take the legality of because that's one thing but i mean the accessibility like if you're just sitting there and going right i want to watch you know the impact show like i watched no surrender two weeks ago brilliant show really really good show very hard to find (laughs) very very hard to find now i would gladly pay for that on some kind of streaming service that also included the weekly shows or whatever that wasn't impact the impact app is actually quite good but i mean the appeal of it is limited opening up I'll open it up and I have used it and I do use it and it is quite cool but the the appeal of it is quite limited to a wider audience if you're saying right random wrestling fan who just knows WWE right who just has the network who maybe is disillusioned wouldn't it make more sense to have a an app that has that in it and you can just go right for 15 euro a month you get all the back history of all the favorite top stars of not not only AW but like you can get AJ Styles, you can get Seth Rollins, you can get uh, Moxley, you can get all, you know all that kind of stuff as well. But also Impact Wrestling, who's who are still doing shows, uh, Ring of Honor, who aren't dead because this is another part of this story. They're not dead; they're still going on. So you still get their shows, and I think that would bring in a whole new audience that might not specifically be a like like we are with the WWE Network. We're not particularly WWE fans anymore, but we're still subscribed to Network for e- for WCW, ECW content, Dragon Gate. You know, it's it's it. This is Bret Hart matches. <laughs> no, but this is kind of the way to do it. And here's the thing: I would even expand out further. Like WWE, we've talked about on the show many times. Why not just buy WWE WWE's type li- type library? You know, actually build. If you want to be a competition to WWE, be that composition uh, competition, but be it in such a way that. Vince doesn't consider anything that isn't WWE competition or that nearly beat WWE competition. Cool. Use that for your advantage. Actually go and build a competitor to the WWE network that makes it worth buying. And what I mean by that is if you're an AEW fan, you're going to buy it. I wouldn't buy an AEW app. But I would buy an AEW app if it had these extra elements. Because it would be beneficial for me. Because I can go and watch my Impact Wrestling shows. And also, again, you know, everybody benefits. You know, it's the it, think of it as a Netflix approach. You know, I don't I don't know if you remember, man, but remember when Netflix first came out? And every, the reason why you got Netflix was because it had everything? I'm, I'm, I'm that old. I remember when Netflix used to post their DVDs. All right. Remember when <laughs> it first came out on streaming and everybody originally got it because it had everything. No matter what you wanted to watch, it was there. And that's yeah. kind of not true anymore. Before they did this bloody regional uh, mapping thing where you can well, only see stuff that. in certain countries. Well, not even that. Like, geoblocking's always been a thing. But I mean, you know... If you wanted to watch The Office, you could watch The Office. If you wanted to watch The Simpsons, you could watch The Simpsons. If you wanted to watch Daredevil, it was there. And now they're all broken off into like Disney and Amazon and with wrestling. And- yeah, but with wrestling, if you have the WWE Network, and instead of all these other little apps, you just have one other one that's a, a bigger, that's a similar size behemoth 
Yep. The only outlier, I think, um, I think they could pull in all those smaller independents and those like shows like CZW and that will be mad not to do it. Yeah. The only outlier, I think, will be New Japan. But New Japan um, is completely different. They have their own yeah. streaming network. New- By all accounts, it does quite well. Yeah. Um, so even though there's a level of crossover there, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect New Japan to be on it. Well, New Japan is the, is the biggest wrestling promotion in the world, so they're fine. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're fine. <laughs> you know, they don't need the West. You know, they genuinely don't. But I mean, for North America, for European, um, you know, as as far as I'm concerned, WWE and most people would be concerned. WWE have kind of given up the wrestling thing. They're just WWE. So, that's the way it's not even given up that, that's the way they want it absolutely know? yeah but I mean like they're, they're there's no, but there's no room for someone else to step in and go right well you don't want to do the wrestling thing we can and the, that's what AEW are doing like, and I, I think yeah. I think Tony Khan is genuinely the man to do it because love him or hate him I don't think anyone would deny anyone would deny that he's not just a huge wrestling fan like the dude loves the industry like genuinely loves it yeah no, absolutely. Like he is, like for all for all the stuff that I I will give him and the the hard time I will give him, he is. He doesn't strike me like he's trying to do this in any bad way. There's no there's no malice in him. He's not trying to get himself over. He just genuinely likes wrestling. Yeah, I, th- I think he just wants to preserve. Like there's a a huge wrestling history out there that um, WWE just doesn't cover, and I think he just wants to preserve that. I just think WWE just doesn't want to cover it. They just don't care. They're like, we're WWE, we're going to do what we want, and either you like it or you don't. Yeah. And, uh, and like, again, that that's fair enough. I mean, that's their... I, I don't necessarily... Um, agree, like, I mean, they're kind of competition, but I don't really agree with the, the claim that AEW and WWE are competition. I think at this stage... They're just two completely different things. Yeah, no, and and, and I see. I think that's that's the appeal of 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 a streaming service like this because, you know, it's literally not the WWE. It's everything in the WWE that you normally wouldn't expect to see because they don't do that kind of stuff. It's it's their own thing. So again, and it means we can go back and review classic Ring of Honor shows now. Yeah, and also uh, Impact shows and all that kind of good yep. stuff as well. So I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it makes the most sense of the world, and fair play to uh, to AW for doing it because it's it's very forward thinking. Now, so that's this obviously is the biggest news. Well, it's it's the biggest. Well, just just before we go off it, uh, something I wanted to raise with you. Yeah. So the the haven't revealed how much money they spent on it. Mm. Um, I've heard Everton from ten million to sixty million. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's sixty million. Yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't imagine so either. But I'm just yeah. saying that's yeah what's been put out there. Yeah. Um, but it does seem like no matter what way you cut it, that Ring of Honor cost more than WCW, and that's mental. Well, that's because W. That's because WCW had no value when By it was sold. When 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 Ring of Honor still had value. You know, it still had a name, it still had a TV show, it still had options. WCW didn't. WCW was, was dead, and that's what they were saying. It was effectively worthless. Because, like, to be fair, man, you know, you could have got a loan from the bank ourselves and bought WCW. <laughs> <laughs> like, legitimately. Well, you know? Eric Bischoff wanted to. That's what nearly happened. And it's just because yeah. it had no value. Like, with Ring of Honor, it's they're still doing shows. They're still Ring of Honor. They're just 
bought by someone else. And that's one thing to mention. Like, it's a very good point. It's a very good point that I wasn't even thinking of. Um, Ring of Honor are still cons- are still existing as Ring of Honor and still it's doing not- shows. AEW's no. Ring of Honor or AEW present. It's not WWE CW or anything like no, that. It's, it's just just Ring of Honor. Like yes, they own the assets. Yes, they own the library. Yes, they own the IP. But apparently, the plan is to just continue. Actually, it's very funny. Um, I don't know if you listen to independent music, but uh, Bandcamp is mm-hmm. where you would like where lots of independent bands would put music. It's where my band stuff is as well. And something happened this I week. Think, uh, the night I won the Bard of Armas on Bandcamp, I think is it. Yeah. Oh, that's gas. But um, basically, the thing about Bandcamp is uh, it was bought by Epic Games this week. Oh, wow. So, and the the, the email that everybody got was, it's going to continue on like normal. So, I mean, like, it's not changing. It's just owned by a corporation. And I so, think so that's do you think that's, do. you think that's what'll happen? Like, because um, a lot of people are talking about Ring of Honor being like their new developmental and I think Maybe. that kind of does it a, a disservice yeah. but I can certainly see a lot more crossover um, because if there's one thing AEW needs it's um, it's their their guys especially the lower level guys the, the, the people they're building up they really just need reps you know yeah. they need to be out doing shows in front of audiences and I mean this makes sense well see I think with, with WWE now fully closing up shop to the whole wrestling thing and I'm not being dismissive WWE don't really care about the wrestling it's not a thing for them it's more WWE um, and territories closing NXT not being that place anymore and also WWE just not and they are the biggest wrestling company in the world they always probably will be until they decide they don't want to be anymore um, and what's interesting about that is they kind of dictated right well where are people going to work you know, so a ring having Ring of Honor there as your feeder system where that goes into Impact and Impact goes to AEW. I think that's kind of what you'll see going forward, where they have this feeder system, but with TV the whole way through, where you're wrestling in a bingo hall or whatever, or independent shows, or you go to Japan and you come back. There's somewhere for you to go. There's two. There's two very distinctive places to start off. You know, indie mid-tier before you go to AEW and then you're there what they've done is they've effectively put they've they've cut WWE out of the picture by just doing what WWE you would think should be doing but they don't so yeah. you know no I tell, it's, you, um, I tell you man sorry for interrupting you no no go ahead I, I can see Triple H genuinely <laughs> showing up one day and be like <laughs> Can I just run this? You know, I think that would happen. I Triple can use this. Triple H shows up on AEW while Cody's on WWE. Well, there <laughs> are. We'll. That's our next story. So, moving. Yeah. So let's 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 move on to the next story. So the next story comes our way from two weeks ago, <laughs> and from the New York Post. The New York Post reporting: Cody Rhodes leaves AEW with WWE return likely. But the, the latest news today is that the, and this is the quote from Dave Meltzer, that the uh, talks between Cody and WWE have fizzled out. Yes. Yes. So I, Martin, so I, don't, worries. I don't think he's going to WWE, my friend. Like, I really want him to, so he'll be Stardust again. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he made enough money. Um, okay, look, there's one or two ways this could, this could play out, right? 
It wasn't a work. It was real. Apparently what happened was, according to, to the Observer, who they pretty much went through it, Solid Monster also did it as well. Apparently it was a pay dispute, right? Where yeah. uh, what more likely happened was he saw the money that Danny Bryan was getting, that CM Punk was getting, and then was like, I want that money. That wasn't given, and he walked. Now what's interesting is Cody had creative control in his contract, which is... Always a bad idea. He was an executive level as well. He was, and apparently a lot of people he had like two him. bloody TV shows on. He did TNT. He, his wife had a had had a had a contract as well, which his wife uh, and all uh, the best of her, but nobody bloody wants her. No, anywhere. My, mind boggling that she had a career, but look, he, he had it pretty much made, and apparently that's what it came down to. It came down to he felt slighted because Punk came in. Daniel Bryan came in and he thought he was worth more. And it's like, no, Cody, you're not. Um, and and he, not. I agree with you. And I'm saying that as a gay who loves Cody. Yeah. But, I think he's awesome. But I mean, dude, he's never going to be like, I don't know how much Punk is getting paid. I didn't look into the deal, but you have to imagine it's, it's a good payday. It's a good payday. Same with Daniel Bryan. Same with any, uh, Adam, uh, Adam Cole. Ha- or Adam Page, or any of the big names, even Jericho, right? Oh, so yeah. Jericho's on ridiculous money. Like, a, I, he's he he really uh, shaped up and got got himself into shape. Yeah, he looks great. The contracts came around. Yeah, he looks really good. But the thing about it is, it's like with Cody. I I I can understand why he felt probably a bit slight, but it's a weird move to make, man. And the only move I can think of with WWE before today's news was he's like or he's expecting a big paycheck they will give it to him because they have the money and they also have you know the optics of oh we sold someone we we we, we won over we, we, we got someone from AEW well, the problem with Cody going to WWE is how do they how do WWE present them because if Stardust. WWE but it, <laughs> but but the genuine problem is if WWE presenteth as a big deal as in yeah. yeah we got the main guy from AEW then what you're saying is AEW is real yeah. viable competition yeah so there's no way of bringing Cody in as a big deal without acknowledging that AEW is a big deal yeah well I mean you can do it the way they always do it he's been a champion all around the world. Uh, he's he's a journeyman wrestler who's been to Japan and you know all around the U.S. Florida, and, and Florida. He spends a lot of time in Florida, <laughs> you know, and they can do it that way. Where that the, the is the part, way WWE do it. You know? And the worst part is that if they actually acknowledged it, um, it, they, they could make a hell of a storyline out of it. You know, they could have like Cody coming back and no. like saying he's here for his father's legacy and all. Like they could make a genuine brilliant storyline out of it and it, but and, it would and, require them to acknowledge the world outside WWE well again if they were going to do it that's the way they do it they'd be like I actually who was it that should it was one of the TNA guys during the height of TNA's run where they were like yeah and he was in Florida <laughs> it's just like okay uh, the worst part is everybody knows like why yeah, they were no on the same show when that happened this was like 2008 they were literally TNA chants you know it's like we know they know, you know, they do reference it, you know, and it's just one of those things where you're like, okay, man, like, fair enough. But it reminds me of uh, soap operas where they'll like uh, go to the pub, and because they don't have like there's whatever copyright issues, they'll go up to the, the bar and the Lord or of a pint. Yeah. Pint of what? Pint of what? What are you talking about? You know, or same again or whatever, you know, uh, um, or beer. <laughs> just, 
generic, just generic, beer. just generic beer. But yeah, man, like as you know, f- from what all the outlets are reporting, it does seem like that was the sus, right? Now the wrinkle in it, and look, it would make sense. He's going off to get money. He wants the big payday, and look, you know, WWE can do it, man. Why not? Now the wrinkle in this is what you said, where talks have broken down. And here's my prediction. I'm going to put my prediction hat on for a moment. It's the same hat. Uh, I'm going to leave it on. It's, it's been lucky for you so far. Exactly. It's looking for me so far. So, right. If it's not a work, right, which it's not, there is the option that Cody could have, like, Tony Khan could go to Cody and go, look, we have the storyline now with Ring of Honor. It's going to be some kind of invasion thing. Would you be interested in doing that? readjust the money bring them in that way and it's all all water under the bridge the other thing which would be cool not gonna lie it's very likely i do think they're going to do some kind of roh invasion at some point they're going to do some kind of crossover not is that that wise do you think no it's really not i really hope they don't but like a a crossover they've referenced it though they've read the fact tony khan brought up shane means they're aware of it and means that it's probably something they've at least considered. And I would say, do not do an invasion. Invasions never go well. Well, just look at the WCW invasion. I mean, it flopped because it didn't have the big names. And I have no doubt that Ring of Honor has, like, technically some of the best wrestlers in the world, but they don't have big names. No, all their names are in WWE. (laughs) (laughs) They're the main events of WWE. So, like, nobody's getting hyped for, uh, you know, Moxley's out cutting a promo and the next thing the music plays and then and Jay I, I don't even Jay Lethal walks out Jay, like it's no, get me wrong. I like Jay Lethal a lot but no <laughs> yeah it's yeah. it's not the showdown that everyone's been clamouring yeah. for you like know, it's... It, it would be different if set Ro- if uh, Tyler Black walked out who was set Rollins and as before WWE if Tyler Black walked out yeah that would be cool that's never happening until Dean Ambrose comes back to WWE if that makes sense um <laughs> So that's never happening. No, it's not. So I mean like there are these these dream matches that exist, but sadly the dream matches are either main event in AEW right now or the lads are in WWE. Which actually Finn Balor uh recently won the won the US title, so he's doing something again, so he's not leaving. So even he can't come over. So it's like it's an invasion is a bad move, which is why when I've I've heard now from rumblings on the internet that uh, Cody's going to lead the invasion and I'm like really think about that like really think about what that means that's not Here's something thing, you I, want I, I don't think there's going to be an invasion I really hope because not. it's it's one thing like everybody knows Tony bought it but it's canon now Tony walked out on Dynamite and said I have bought Ring of Honor yeah so it's it's not even that there could be like a like it's not a rival promotion anymore no it would be Tony's company invading Tony's company so yeah. I think I think we're safe enough on the invasion front uh, but certainly you could do some really hot angles where no but this is what I'm saying know. though what I'm saying with Cody people want Cody to lead the Ring of Honor faction so he can come back and win the belt and I'm like that's that's reaching <laughs> that's really really reaching and look I know some people are fans of Cody and still don't Steve, people still think this is a work it's okay, really here- not a work <laughs> Here's it, the thing. It really isn't. There is a certain percentage of me. I don't know. No, I, I think Martin, work, no. I think work is the wrong term, but there is a certain part of me 
thinks Cody is pulling a, a Brian Pillman. He's not. Mel, he's not. Meltzer and I, everything is just like, no, this is legit. I don't, legit ever, ever, as anything. Everton says I'm wrong. And if I stop and think about it, I go, yeah, it's, that's but like, I, I just can't help it. He's such a, a wrestling you know, historian and he's so into it. There's just a wee part of me still thinks he's... But you know what he's into more? <laughs> Himself. <laughs> yeah. And the fact, like, I would buy the fact that, that money thing did, and that seems to be the prevailing story. And I'm like, it sucks. I don't particularly, like, I think his career was a lot better in AEW because he could kind of do anything. That neck tattoo, though, he, if he does get the, money, that neck tattoo has to go... <laughs> That's the worst tattoo I've ever seen in my life. He, the the thing awful. about AEW was he was on the verge of, I think, one of the greatest heel turns yeah, e- ever. ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been, and the fact that he kept denying it and, and not giving it, I think the moment he turned, he would have been the biggest heel on the planet. But here's the thing as well he had creative control. He won't have that when he goes to WWE, if he goes to WWE. <laughs> Like not a chance. I man, mark mark my words. He'll be stardust in under a year. Yeah. Well, what was it? I was uh, listening to something today, and they said, um, "Yeah, Cody will go to WWE. He'll win the US title, and then he'll be on the pre-show of SummerSlam." Yeah, <laughs> that, that's yeah, what's going to happen because that's where they see him. Yeah, that's where they see him. And you know, I respect what he did. That he, you know, he did kind of start the biggest wrestling promotion to fight WWE like ever next to WCW but it's also like oh you threw it all away and you threw it all away for no reason like I, I, I wish it was a work because then it's just like oh we all got work ah, isn't it great wrestling's the best but it just seems to be a case of where it's just like nah. it, it reminds me the the money issue reminds me of a wee bit of a wee bit of Bret Hart when he he didn't actually want to go to WCW but Eric Bischoff kept pushing him and kept saying look name a number I'll, I'll get you the money and he told him I want Hogan's deal plus one penny <laughs> <laughs> again dude wrestling it reminds is, me a wee bit of that wrestling is so petty and we forget how petty wrestling is but it really really is it is petty as anything anyway uh, so that's Cody Rhodes right uh, before we go to Revolution which is coming up everybody's way this weekend we have to talk we have to kind of switch gears here a little bit and talk about the the weird fantasy world that is WWE <laughs> where nothing so, makes any sense Austin is coming back Vince is apparently fighting at WrestleMania and Taker's in the the Hall of Fame. So these (laughs) stories come come your way from WrestleView.com, our friends over WrestleView.com. Vince McMahon to induct The Undertaker in WWE's Hall of Fame, uh, which is very weird. Shane McMahon, of course, fired from WWE. Uh, Still no update of where he actually is. Apparently he's coming back to WWE, but we don't know. That that is the rumour. I don't think so. Nobody wants him there. No, I don't don't think considering the reaction to his booking of the the Royal Rumble I can firmly say that's false rest of you also seems to think it's false uh, and, and do you know what that was so stupid because people actually did like you know Shane would show up once a year he'd jump off something really tall yes. there'd be a pop and yes. uh, people were happy with that but the fact that he I mean just the, his booking of the Royal Rumble is a it's an episode in on its own like like he he came in and he outpunched an actual MMA fighter. Like it was... it's it's crazy. You know, looking at these headlines as well. There's so much going on. Obviously, WWE terminated from Russia. 
um, which is a whole other thing that's going on. Uh, oh, God, yeah. World's ending. Well, you know, wrestling is strange in and of itself, but, you know, it seems like this is another thing that's that's, that's kicking off. Uh, how, how, how long before they do... Uh... Russia Ukraine angle like they did with the oh my god the and Desert Storm you know well here's the thing I was actually thinking that I'm like I was thinking of Miro Miro must be like oh my god I'm glad I'm not there they would have me doing this but also uh, it's kind of funny like with WCW pay-per-views World War 3 it's like no no <laughs> we won't be able to do that show you know um, well Miro's Bulgarian isn't he yeah but they they, they did the whole uh well, I mean, come yeah. on, they had a, they had a, Yokozuna was from Samoa, so yeah. like, they don't yeah. care. Uh, but one thing I did want to talk about, so, you know, it seems like this kind of stuff is seeping in now to wrestling as well, so it's one of those, those stories that are kicking off. And also, Triple H has quietly retired this week, which was a bummer. Is, is that, like, he's properly... He's pro- well, he can't wrestle anymore, his heart. Oh, but... You- I mean, has he retired? Retired, from retired. Yeah, WWE. Yeah, well, no, well, no. He, he, uh, so obviously, he isn't like gone from WWE, but um, yet it might be happening. But he is gone from the ring. So the report I read is that he is uh, from WrestleView.com. Uh, all again, all these stories we're talking about right now are from WrestleView.com. Um, they said that he's pretty much done. Um, but I can see I can see a Hall of Fame maybe in two years because like Undertaker now. Is probably the big one. Actually, maybe next yeah. year because you haven't really got anybody next year. Think, so it'll probably be Triple H next year. Do you think with the Undertaker going in, and uh, so I think he, he's going to be the only one inducted this year, isn't he? Uh, that's what reports initially were saying. They're kind of doing it the way they did it with uh, Andre the Giant. Yeah, but, but yeah, apparently he, I, I've also had reports from uh, Sporkedia that they were going to bring people in sooner like they're going to start announcing names but that was supposed to be last week and he haven't done it yet so maybe it's just him but here's the do you think with with Taker being such a big name and still being around you know because some of the biggest names who go in are are people who have sadly passed um, do you think this might be the impetus they need to actually make a Hall of Fame I mean as it is the Hall of Fame is kind of it's it's kind of Nothing. It doesn't really exist. Well, look. Do you think this might be what the, the push they need to actually make, like a? Because, like, I, I have, I have a ton of issues with WWE, as I'm, I'm sure what listeners well know. But man, if there was an actual Hall of Fame I could go to, I would be there tomorrow. What I don't understand is they have two big facilities, and I'm right there with you. I'll be there, and when they do build it, I'll be there as well. They have two big facilities, and they have two different areas. Now, doing it in Connecticut makes no sense because it's corporate and it's. It doesn't really fit, you know. But in Florida, it makes sense because people go to Florida anyway to go to this kind of stuff. So you build it in Florida, in a big warehouse, even next to the performance center. It, there you go. Take all the stuff that you have from the, from the, what's that place called where they they, they store everything? Oh, t- uh, Titan Tower. No, that's the old offices. It, it's, I, it, I I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the storage facility they have, and it's been on. It's a good show on A and E actually. The American Channel A and E, um, where they 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 want to buy stuff like the Undertaker's mask or McFoley's mask or uh, yeah. some ring gear or anything like that. If they God, just put... wouldn't you wouldn't you love to be wouldn't you love to be able to walk around this? But see, that's what I mean. Why don't they just do a museum with the Hall yeah. of Fame, where it's like we have all yeah. this stuff in one place, and you can actually go and visit it. Look, they could charge what? What? ridiculous money, and people would still go. 
what wrestling fan wouldn't pay to get a picture of themselves by the SmackDown fist? You know? Oh man, like seriously, people you know, would love that. But think about it, and then for the Hall of Fame, you can actually have a Hall of Fame and have all their gear there. Exactly. It's just like it it's. Be, it'd be amazing. It, ba- it baffles me that it's something they haven't done. But here's the thing, right? You could actually you could build almost a WWE park, right? Yeah. Where it's like it's in Florida. Like, I do it in Florida because that's what you're going to WWE. You're going to Disneyland anyway. You're going to Universal anyway. Spend a couple of days in, in you know, around it. So what I do is I'd have the Hall of Fame. I'd have the WWE Museum. And then you could have even WWE Florida, as in, like literally, like the restaurant. Yeah. And then there you go. That's ridiculous money. That's just easy, easy money that people would go to because, of course, they would. 100%. Why wouldn't you? You know, hundred percent. And then you can do your shows from there as well. You can have a show a year. Like, but again, man, that requires wanting to give back to the fans. And WWE just seem to be happy to be WWE make loads of money. I don't know why they don't do it, guys. If you're listening. And you know why they'll do it? Let me know. I bet you they will do it, but they'll build it in Saudi Arabia. Well, here's the thing. I travel to Saudi Arabia to go to to that because it's like, if that's what's going to make them do it, absolutely. Look, man, even though I wouldn't give myself a huge modern WWE fan, and I'm not, like, we're not. Like, this show looks at stuff from 20 years ago for a reason. Um, I'd still go. I'd love it. I'd be all over it. And that A&E show actually is very, very good because it actually covers a lot of stuff that we talk about week to week. Um, so and, and come here. Yeah, go on. So as a, as a kind of a segue, as someone who um, isn't a huge modern fan, but yeah. obviously like myself, you've you've a, a massive uh, grow for the the uh, older days. Absolutely. What do you make of Austin coming back? That, again, this is something like Cody that has not actually been said. I look when I interviewed him. I'm going to find that interview. And I'm going to put it on retransmission. Uh, I did I interviewed Stone Cold yeah so it's it's on a YouTube channel I'm going to repost it I'm going to repost it I'm going to put it on retransmission uh, on the podcast so if you're subscribed to us on the podcast you guys will get it Um, and I asked him about it and he said no (laughs) so it's like obviously something changed and I don't believe it until I see it but I still really want to see it you know I I just do well here's the thing see after the Royal Rumble I was like I'm, I'm not I'm not paying for wrestlemania i'm not watching that like yeah man i i i would watch wrestlemania to see like, even if he just comes out does the music bounces around a bit does a stunner three minutes and it's over man i'd, I'd still want to see that yeah man like as i said austin austin is just austin you know it's like the rock the undertaker uh, you know I, I the undertaker shouldn't have retired when he did once they figured out the cinematic thing because that's something they didn't really tap into and they really should have done that more Austin's style is a lot less heavy as you said three minutes you know does his introduction beer everywhere stun someone or does one or two moves stun that's it and then beer everywhere and he's happy even brawl around the ring like you say like I'm sure he can I'm sure he can still brawl but obviously like Austin changed up his whole wrestling style after his neck broke anyway yeah like he made a hell of a career out of not really wrestling, <laughs> wrestling all that much. Yeah, like punch, kick, punch, kick, stunner. You know, it's like that works. Yeah. You know, he could do, like there's no reason he couldn't even like three minutes. There's no reason he couldn't have ten minutes with um, Kevin Owens. You know, bat him around the ring, stomp a mud hole. You know, throw the finger up to the crowd, like smash him with a beer can, drop a stunner. Like it, it'd be huge. 
Yeah, like, I, I, but it is something again that WDB should have probably, like, you can actually wrestle those styles without taking a lot of punishment. Like the the cinematic match as well. Again, I, I'll this is a hill I'll die on. Undertaker did not have to retire. The cinematic match was the way to vacuum seal the Undertaker for the next five to ten years, and even Sting. You know, him and Sting could have had a cinematic match where none of them got hurt and the whole thing was just a spectacle and it'd be great. What what WWE did with Sting is is an episode on its own. It might actually have to be. It might have to be. If you want to see Sting wrestle this Sunday, baby. I don't want to see Sting. The only person I want to see Sting wrestle is The Undertaker. That's it. He's That's brilliant. A, I can't oh, yes. believe how good Sting is. Sting's the best, but I've already At sixty. He's dude, class, dude. When we get into the TNA shows, you're gonna see how good Sting is. Sting is the best, and he always oh. has been. But here's the thing: the Undertaker, you know, that's a match that just needs to happen, and I think eventually will happen. But I don't know I think, where or when. So I think it's like so many like missed opportunities uh, that if things had been different, the the could have matched out but i think it's one of those things we'll never see it's like i would give my left arm to see brian danielson versus bret hart like that would just be well that's not that's slightly different never gonna happen that's slightly different it, i would i would more consider it to be uh danielson and benoit or danielson well, that's and, definitely uh, never or danielson and guerrero where it's like they're closer together and the miss opportunity is just slightly there like but the difference is sting and the undertaker were in the same company at the same time and it, it's still didn't happen. That, and again, like this is a, a whole episode on its own. But Vince, even twenty years after beating WCW, he still had that. He just couldn't let any of the former WCW guys get yeah. get ahead. You know, well, and look, he, it's man, to his self detriment. Like we didn't, Sting should have been huge in WWE. Well, Sting did. You know, Sting was already huge. Sting was Sting. You know, at the end, like. But I mean, when it comes to WrestleMania. Like, right now, if I was booking the card, I'd be like, look, Taker's going in. Have Sting come out. Like, get him from the, from AEW. Be like, look, Sting, we'll give you as much money as you want to come in for one night. And then you go back to AEW if you want. Like, Here, here's five million, right? Come back. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll, let you go, we'll let you go back Nick, to Florida. Do you think Nick can? Like, you have to remember, one company is run by someone who genuinely loves wrestling. And yeah. they're both they're both called Can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one company's run by a gay genuine love wrestling. The other is run by a goddamn accountant. No man, but here's the thing: instead of I was running it, right? What I'd be like, right? <laughs> I'd be like that dumb truck full of money driving to Sting's house to go. We just need you for one night, and he go back, you go back. We don't need you after it. But and then I just you know what as well. It's something AEW would probably agree to. That AEW would do it. <laughs> they would 100% do it because they're like, yeah, we want to see it. Yeah. Um, like, it, I don't know, man. It's just such a horrible shame that where WWE is, where they just won't be cool for like five minutes just to just... to do something like that. You know, because again, nothing exists outside WWE except WWE. And you're like, it's such a horrible shame because you can do these mad things. Here, looking if you as, want, like, you know? like myself, someone who's sort of followed wrestling for 30 years, like looking 10, 20, 30 years into the future, what, what do you see um, the future of like AW and WWE being? Like, do you think one will overtake the other? Yeah, I, do you I, think they'll yeah. remain separate? No, like, I, th- I think I think WWE again, man. I think we're we're pretty much spot on with our prediction. WWE is going to be that brand that is wrestling. Sorry, that is the public perception of wrestling. Let me quantify where you go. You know, 
a mom takes her two kids the dad goes and they watch it or whatever and then you know that's it people who people who don't follow wrestling don't actually say wrestling they say they WWE do. exactly and it's always going to be that until WWE yeah. stops right that's what dude most people call WWE WWF <laughs> Still, they got rest in WWF, right? So that that's where it is, and if that's only, the ba- those are the days. Oh yeah, but that's the battle WWE that's that AEW has, or any company that isn't WWE has, right? However, I do eventually see AEW taking over WWE in a sense of that's what you actually watch in a wrestling standpoint. Like when you want to watch wrestling, more people are aware of it. It's that kind of thing that you watch for resting rather than for the show and AEW is getting better but what if W keeps going on this trajectory where they're not building stars and they're not they're they're not actually providing a future then there won't be one it, I, I, won't I be see one. the I don't see them coming together I see the opposite I see them just getting further and further apart and WWE I mean. yeah. will become its own thing and like we were talking about earlier the Ring of Honor and this AEW network I think is the start that's where the wrestling will be so yeah. that's where you go for your wrestling and WWE will be where you go for your WWE. And it'll have its movies and its TV shows and, but, and all the other but stuff. But if they do ever come together, they won't exist together. One will go. And yeah, well... One will go. Yeah. Like, for example, if AEW buys, buys WWE in like 10 years, why would but, they want WWE around? They wouldn't. Well, even as a like, it's a publicly. I don't even think you can buy it now. It's a publicly. Oh, you can buy it. You just got to buy all the shares. You just got to <laughs> buy all the shares. You can buy it. You just got to have buy that all those even, shares. Yeah. As rich as uh, the cans are, that might even be beyond. Yeah, beyond I, them. I think it's a bit much. But like, WWE's biggest problem is that it still can't decide. It, it can't reconcile that it's a wrestling company. AEW's biggest strength is that it loves that it's a wrestling company. That's yeah, and that's kind of automa- also it's simultaneously its strength and its weakness. That's what makes the people who love it love it so much. Yeah, but at the same time, that is a limited audience. You know, that's not a and that's the broad thing. appeal. Yeah, thing. and that's the thing, and you know, that's why you have to kind of go all in and build this, build, this, hey. yeah, that's, <laughs> build this kind of uh, this new superstructure around it. Yeah, to facilitate the fact that this is the place to go for everything that isn't WWE. It has to become that or else it won't draw on the audience because, you, dude, you want the impacts. You want the Ring of Honor. You want the New Japan. You you want the, the CZW. Having that fractured means it's always going to be fractured and you're always going to get that limited audience because, again, I will not buy an AEW app or streaming service. I but, am telling but, you, you're, you're going to be all elite. But... If they have impact on it, I would. Absolutely. And, and, and I totally would. I'd be mad not to agree to and something I like that. And I totally would. And if, if they had, it's got it, I'm like, because it just makes sense. You know, it's just logical business. It's like, look, here, how much do you want for this? And then go for talking, it. Talking to things, I'm, I'm going to scoot here just for two seconds, so I'll yep. let you talk. But uh, I'm just going to tee up before I do. Talking to things that are illogical and don't make sense. What's your take on... 72 year old Vince McMahon stepping into the ring for Wrestlemania oh man uh, yeah so when Martin's away there for a second it's that that's crazy folks like I don't know I don't know what you guys think I don't know if you think it's a if it's a good idea or a bad idea but personally for me I'm like yeah I just I just don't understand that I just don't get it it makes no sense to me I, I, I can't 
see how anyone can think that that Vince McMahon is going to do anything other than potentially hurt himself real bad. Real bad. Welcome back, Martin. Uh, thanks. Yeah, sorry about that. It, the only thing I can think is something along the lines of that. Oh, and it broke my heart when I saw it. Um, that Bret Hart match when Bret couldn't wrestle. Uh, at WrestleMania? You know, he just beat him with a chair for yeah. what seemed like six hours. Yeah, no. It's, as I said, look, I... I it's with Pat McAvee, which is cool. I really like Pat. He's like my favourite thing in WWE, which says so much <laughs> about the product. I'm surprised I haven't seen him in the ring more as well because he really impressed. When yeah. He, um, it was actually Adam Coley had the match, wasn't it? He did. Actually, I watched that um, I watched that feud recently. That was like a really, really cool feud in general. But um, I don't know, man. Like, it this screams desperation to me. It could be great. I'm hoping it's going to be good. But... I just don't see it. I well, this again, is the weirdest the, WrestleMania the I think I've ever seen. The weirdest it, WrestleMania I've ever seen. Yeah, but you know you got to give it to them. It is, and I'm probably going to watch it. Oh yeah, <laughs> just because yeah, yeah, of yeah. how bizarre the whole thing is. Um, but with the right smoke and mirrors, you know, you could do if you made it a tag with like Austin Aries, where all Vince has to do is come in and puff his chest and then tag back out, or you know, there's there's ways around these things. Yeah, but. I'm having a look at the card here and it doesn't look like something I particularly want to see. It would be it would it would be one of those um it would be like an oddity or a curiosity more than like a match you really want to see. It would just be something you'd watch to see oh, how the hell are they going to pull this off. Yeah. No, like uh, I think Vince's time in the ring has passed. Um like long past. Although even when he won the belts, when he won the world title for WWE, he was uh, 50. And then when he won the ECW belt, he was 60, I think. You so, got to, and like you know, all the issues I have with McMahon, and they are numerous and plenty, um, you got to give it to him. Like whenever he stepped in the ring, he he never made anyone do something he wouldn't do. That bump he took off the cage at the Valentine's Day massacre, that was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, he, he he did always take the really good bumps. He always looked great. I I don't know. I just think this is... The only match he should have is a match with Austin. Yes. And that's, Maybe that's what it'll be. Maybe he's going to stunner McMahon at, at Mania. Well, here's the thing. That could happen where it's Pat McAvee versus Austin and then Austin wins and stuns McMahon. Now, that would be a cool little twist in the whole thing that's got to be Kevin Owens though otherwise what has he been prattling on about Texas for the past no, six months of it what, what I mean is like or you could actually have Kevin Owens and Pat McAvee versus sorry Kevin Owens and Pat McAvee versus Austin in a handicap match or with a partner I was choosing and I'd, I'd get the rock out Austin and the rock <laughs> like I mean if they're going to do it do it in a way that makes sense I just don't see how Pat McAvee versus Vince McMahon makes any sense no because as great as pat is i imagine adam cole walked him through that match if you're going to have a match where someone is clearly not fit to properly wrestle the other person needs to be an exceptional pro wrestler who can you know who can basically carry them through it absolutely well look and we only have a couple of minutes left so i'm going to give this to you revolution uh, i want to give this to you uh martin we can either go we can either go into overtime or we can quickly run through these what would you rather do um let's let's 
give it. Let's see what we can get done in the time. Okay. Um, one thing I will say is that traditionally. AEW has not done great go home shows. They they kind of, I don't know <clears throat> why they do it this way, but they kind of peak maybe two weeks before um, a show. This week's Dynamite was sensational. It was the best go home show they've done. And CM Punk versus MJF is the hottest goddamn angle in wrestling at the minute. So before you go on, I'm just going to quickly just say things that I'm looking really looking forward to. Really looking forward to Danielson and Moxley, obviously because it's going to be great. Really looking forward to seeing, as you said, uh, Punk and MJF is going to be unbelievable. And Hanman Hanman and uh, Adam Cole. Cole. I'm, you know, I didn't, I wasn't really a big fan of, of this title reign up to this point, but I do, I will, I, I'm not going to lie, I really want to see Adam Cole walk away with that belt. I think that's going to be, so, so like, like you say, yeah, it hasn't been the best build, but Hangman's reign has been marked by yeah. sensational matches, like yeah. his match with, um, with uh, uh, Lance Archer. Didn't have a tremendous build to it, but mm. on the night, they pulled that out of the bag. That was unreal, and I think it's going to be the same again here. I think on the night, this is going to be sensational. And because people's focus is on Moxley and Danielson, Punk and MJF, I think this is going to surprise a lot of people. There, I think it's going to be amazing. There's a lot of matches here that could actually do that as well. The, the tag team tournament, almost, that they oh. have. That's, That's unreal. Jurassic Express, not my favourite tag team, but I love Red Dragon and obviously the books. Like Red Dragon and the books alone is and, uh, is amazing. And then you throw Jurassic Express, uh, Express and, and I, that. Jungle Boy, I think Jungle Boy is up there with, with the box. And, fair, um, fair, I uh, see that. Luchasaurus has his place. Like he, He's actually, I think Luchasaurus will be great in that because he can be the big man. Yeah. You know, yeah, and he would be the biggest man in that match as well. Oh, by a by a bit of foot. So look, we're we're coming up to time, Martin. So again, we can we can we can go to overtime, or we we can keep going. We can wrap up here. What would you What would you rather? Um, do you want to run through? Do, do you mind? Do you want to run no, through no. the card overtime no, or no? So guys, if you're listening to us on Phoenix ninety two point five FM, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Again, you can find us every single week here on Phoenix every single Tuesday, and of course over nerdtonomedia.com, the wrestling rewind dot com, and the True Penny channel as well. We're also we're on Twitch. Uh, we go live every Friday at half ten, and we're going to continue on the show. On the podcast and on the stream, guys. So if you're listening to us on Phoenix FM, we will see you next week. And we're going to keep going on the stream here. Keep our left. Right, guys. So continuing on here um, with this show, uh, we have... With the buy-in ones, I'm going to leave. Because the buy-in ones, I don't particularly watch myself. Well, well actually... Well, Hook is on it. That's a, actually, yeah. that surprised me. That did surprise me. Why is Hook on the buy-in? As I think that's perfect. Him. I think that's perfect for Hook's level. Okay. I, I love him. I think he's great. But he comes out in Rampage and he has three-minute matches. That's the level he's at. And I think that's the perfect way to introduce him. And so, I think it's also great for the buy-in itself. So I'm going to... So I'm, what, sorry. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to have the... I, Rock Culture did a pretty good kind of like little write-up here. So we're just going to have this on the screen here as we're talking. So Martin, sorry, continue. Go for it. Yeah, so um, AEW's buy-ins are not WWE's pre-shows. The, the buy-in generally tends to matter um and i'm i'm looking forward to this and i have no doubt that look qt marshall's not going to set the world alight yeah but i have no doubt that in the ring him and hook can have a hell of a match a banger as as they would say 
absolute bang. And, and like, it only has to be five minutes, you know? Okay. Hook's whole thing is as much as... You have nothing else to do on a Saturday? Do you like nerd things? Now check out Nerd to Know Basis here on Phoenix 92.5 FM, 5pm to 6pm, and then head over to nerdtoknowmedia.com for all of our shows as part of the Nerd to Know Media radio network. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. You know, Hook's whole thing is as much his, you know, the mystique, the entrance. He has an amazing entrance. Um, you know, I think that'll go over really well. It's actually, I think it's quite clever of them as well, because if you are, because they still do the pay-per-view thing rather than mm. the network. Mm. And if you are sitting watching that, you go, eh, I'll throw them 20 quid, yeah. All right. Okay, and then there's Chris Stanlander versus Leah Harishi. Uh, Leila Hirsch, yeah. Hirsch. Again, I think this is going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, Leila Hirsch is sort of one of their up-and-coming women stars. She's probably a few years away from really peaking, but she's she's got a legitimate um, martial arts background. Uh, she's a great in-ring character, so again, her promos and stuff, she's still finding herself there, but in-ring, she's brilliant. And Chris mm. Statlander is someone who I think is... is at that place where Leila Hirsch is going to be in a few years. Chris Statlander is right on the verge of being huge. I think once Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, you know, once that storyline works itself out, I think Chris Statlander's the the next in line for a, a major title run. I would echo that as well. I really like Chris Statlander, Statlander actually. She's She's always impressed me. The the AEW's women's division. I talk about this actually on the True Penny channel this week with uh with, with uh James when we're uh talking about Neil from the nineties. Um sorry, from two thousand and nine. The women's division is something that AEW falters on, but they have some really good talent and they're getting better and Chris is one of them that I'm like, Yeah man, she's really good. Yeah, so, I mean yeah. it 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 stutters, it stops and starts. Uh I mean partly because when they were setting up, WWE had pretty much bought all the women, decent women wrestlers in the country. Yeah. And then the, they relied heavily on the Japanese girls. And then obviously the pandemic kind of uh, made it more difficult to bring in the uh, the wrestlers from, from China and Japan. For but sure. it's it's finding its feet again. Right. Um, and we'll get to the Britt Baker match. I, I think it's going to another one that's going to surprise people. We will. So Matt Hardy, so the one of the first show on the card, Matt Hardy, um, Adrea Eldale, sorry I'm butchering that, Isaiah, <laughs> Isaiah Cassidy versus Sting, Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara. So Tornado Trios match, this is cool, this is like a traditional trios match that you would see in, in Mexico. So yeah. um, I don't know, I don't know, I, I, don't, like, I, I know I'm going to enjoy it, I'm not going to make predictions on this because I don't. I don't watch the show enough to make predictions. So, Martin, what can people expect on this one? Uh, an absolute banger to open the show. Um, I'm not a huge fan. Whenever Matt Hardy shows up on Dynamite every week, I kind of, you know, but he actually does pull it out um, 
pull it out of the bag once he gets in the ring. He's had some sensational matches actually with Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen. Mm. So I think this will I think this is a really good way to open the show. This'll be the trio's bonker stuff that AEW specializes in. Just Sting being there is still a novelty. It's still great to see. they've been using Sting perfectly. Um I th- and I mean, Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen, two gays who are determined to kill themselves in the ring. Uh, I think it's going to be a hell of a just an absolute anarchy. Great way to open the show. Very much looking forward to it. Mm, absolutely. And I think like when you're when you're looking at it from that perspective, when you have these kind of elements that work together so well, it's going to be cool. And look, Sting, I'm still kind of like, oh, I wish he was in WWE. But, but I think this is who you want him to work with. Jeff Hardy, where's Jeff Hardy? Is he on this card? Jeff Hardy is, well, we don't know, but he has been saying that he's he's all elite. There's been nothing officially from AEW, oh, okay. but in interviews and stuff, he's been saying that's where he's going. They've been teasing that. So the yeah. Hardy, Matt Hardy's kind of faction is called the Hardy Family Office. Right. And over the past couple of weeks, it has bit by bit been breaking up. And I think we're looking at kind of one final, because he's a heel at the moment, mm. we're looking at one final babyface run for the Hardy Boys. Fair, fair. Next match, Jade Cargill and Tony Conti. Now, I love Tony Conti. She's so cool. But <laughs> TBS Championship, so what is this? Is this a different women's belt? Yeah, so the TBS Championship is kind of like, it's, it's basically the women's version of the TNT title right um so they don't consider it like a secondary title it's just a, it's almost like a tv title it's you'll see it defended um uh, on the weekly shows more than pay-per-views mm. but jade cargill has been brilliant with it she is still um uh learning the ropes um she, she's an excellent wrestler, but she's she, you can tell she's not a seasoned veteran. But they've been kind of protecting her by having her do these, you know, two, three-minute squashes because she's like, I mean, physically, she's a superstar. She looks yeah, this, this amazing. Is very, this is very, um, I don't know if you're a big Mortal Kombat fan, man, but this looks looks like a Mortal Kombat lineup. <laughs> it does, does It really does. Like, she, uh, Jade here has, look, she looks like Sindel. Uh, like, I actually think this match might be a test for both because Ty Conti has um, really come along in leaps and bounds in the past year and like I said Jade has been mostly doing the squashes and I think this is a bit of a test for them I think they might give them you know eight minutes show us what you can do right okay Uh, face of the revolution ladder match now this one is interesting folks because it's powerhouse Hobbs uh, Wardlow, Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Rick uh, Starks, and then the winner of Ethan Page versus uh, Christian Cage. Uh, basically, they wrestle on Rampage, and then whoever goes in goes in. This and I think, uh, is there a Joker as well in this, or is that the. That's all I have so far. There's no that's one else. Has, okay. Yeah, there's no one else. Well, as we're recording, they could add it in. We don't know. Yeah. Rampage is tonight, isn't it? Rampage is in about three hours. Yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't come on here till about three a.m. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of find out then. So, folks, cut us a bit of slack. 
because <laughs> uh, we don't know we don't know but who have we got on this man like obviously I would say this is probably like what culture went with Wardlow I think this is probably to build up Keith Lee to give him something to do um, so I, that's yeah, I where mean, my money would be that's the smart money it's a uh, one of the great things about this card is that there are several huge matches on it that you can't predict yeah and and the reason you can't predict them is because they have great stories either way like depending on who wins they have you know they have great angles they can go off with either way this is one of those matches i, I think whoever wins this um it's it's a it's a winner obviously keith lee would be amazing but wardlow is in the middle of his sort of turn uh babyface turn from mjf mjf is peaking on the show with the feud of the year against cm punk and then you can never count out orange cassidy because he he like orange cassidy defeated adam cole a couple of weeks ago so mm. there's really I, I couldn't call a winner but i'd say whoever wins it there's big plans for them right so next one in in, in terms of the match as well I think it's going to be great. You've got a couple of guys in there, like uh, you know Cassidy and Starks, who who are just fantastic wrestlers, and then you got three huge lads, you know, in terms of Wardlow Lee and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. And hell, it could even be Powerhouse Hobbs's moment. He he's a guy uh, when a lot of uh, wrestlers from other companies are talking about who would they like to face in AEW. Powerhouse Hobbs is someone who always gets mentioned. Okay. Definitely one to consider. This one is going to be match uh, match for me that I'm really looking forward to. I like all of these teams with the exception of Jurassic Express, but I will take your opinions into consideration on this one and reconsider it because, as you are right, I think this is a really fun one. We could see some really creative spots in this as well, and particularly where it's placed. I wouldn't place it before or after the. Oh, sorry, I wouldn't place it after the ladder match. I'd place it before maybe or about an hour in, in, in away from it but uh it could be really fun so i'm looking forward to and look i said I, I haven't seen red dragon in a while i really like red dragon so i'm like okay it's gonna be cool yeah they're they're fantastic look oh and i know you you still have questions about jurassic express i think this match will change your mind okay. um they've um since they won the titles they've had a couple of absolutely brilliant matches um, and I mean, you're in there with the box and red dragon. I mean, like, how bad can it can it actually be? Exactly, exactly. Uh, next one up here is Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Chris Jericho looking in the best shape of his life recently. Amazing, incredible. He looks so, he looks so much younger. He looks a bit like ten years younger. And he uh, did it in about three months. Fair play to him, man. He looks great. Eddie Kingston is Amazing. he's been great. And look again, Eddie Kingston's run in Impact was something else. So the fact he's brought that in now to to uh, AEW, huge boom for AEW. Uh, I I don't know. Like I can see why they went with Eddie to win here, but I, I'm just looking forward for a good match. Yeah, I think this is going to be great. I think it's going to be the kind of thing that Kingston specializes in, where you know, you're not talking about a, a technical five-star classic, but this is going to have so much passion so yeah. much energy For so sure. much real life intensity yeah i think this is going to be brilliant and i'm i know we haven't really been calling matches but i'm going to call kingston for this one i think they i think they realize how popular he is and i think 2022 he's going to land one of the titles 
That's a fair assessment. Judging, again, if you haven't seen his impact run, really do. His impact run is fantastic. So it, it that doesn't shock me at all. It, it's, as I said, like I think that was a trial run. Uh, AEW being that de facto number two, almost number one. A bigger crowd wants to see it, and Jericho's the perfect guy to, to ele- elevate him up to that extra spot, you know. The next match, women's world ta- sorry, women's world championship, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Again, Britt Baker, everybody loves Britt Baker, probably the most over person in the whole company. Um but I don't know. What losing the belt? Is it time? I think so, yeah. Um she's had a good run with it. Uh, but she was, I mean, it's hard to admit, but she was better in the chase than she has been as champion. Yeah, um, that's fair. That I think is fair. Thunder is unreal in the ring. Right. Um, and this is, I think this is the, the night they have to give it to her. These, these two had an insane uh, lights out match. Like they absolutely battered each other. So there's a hell of a, build and a hell of a legacy going into this one obviously they won't be able to pull out the same stunts you know because this is like a, a championship match with with the regular rules but um i'm really looking forward to seeing this one and i think thunder rose away and i think that would get over big with the crowd i think there'd be a um almost the, the same level of emotion there was the night Britt baker won it well here's the thing if Britt loses She's chasing again. And as you said, that she is stronger than that. And you have Turner Rosa getting that that bit of a rub, you know? Um I think that's a fair call, man. I think that's a fair call for the reasons you said, but uh we'll have to wait and see. I mean Brit Brit's best when she's a a heel mm. who's lost claiming she didn't lose, you know, she can say Thunder Rosa cheated and yeah. you know and then she'll she obviously has her angle she can spin off with um Jamie Hater and you know I think the thing with Britt Baker is she's that over that she can lose the title and still have big angles and still be, you know, a, a major part of the show. Speaking of major parts of the show, what is the main event for a lot of people? Brian Danielson versus John Moxley. The story for this has been incredible. Um, returning John Moxley, obviously, from rehab and all that good stuff. Brian Danielson on top of probably the best run of his career. Uh, yes. And it's just to have a match after incredible match. I think this match is going to be unreal. Uh, it's going to be, I can see blood even though there's no weapons. Um, I can just, oh, yeah. I can just see this being exceptionally violent in, in, uh, the, in the way that like, they're just going to work so super stiff yeah. and beat the hell out, hell of each other, but no weapons. And at the end no. of it, well, it's weird because they're not they're not heels. No one here is a heel. Um, so it is one of those kind of things where we're just going to be in for a spectacle, probably a twenty five minute spectacle. That is my prediction. That's the only thing I'm predicting here. Twenty five yep. minutes. Th- this has this has big fight like uh, MMA feel. Nearly mm. this just looks like a legitimate because it's fixture. legit. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> legit. Like like Moxley beats the hell out of people. So does Daniel Bryan. <laughs> And they're yeah. going to do it because they. That's what. Look, these guys are millionaires who could have stayed in WWE forever, and that would have been it. They left of their own accord to go and wrestle. Yeah, they're not going to call, phone it in or half ass it. They're going with their full ass. 
I think, um, so like yourself, I wouldn't call a winner. What I would say is we're in for an absolute bloodbath. They're going to batter each other. And then at the end of that, I think, like I say, I couldn't say who will win, but there'll be like a kind of a forged respect. And yeah. we're going to get that uh, that John Moxley, Dan, uh, Brian Danielson, not necessarily like a tag team, but like respect. Kind of like, like that uh, yeah. faction they're going to set up where they Correct. take in younger guys and, yeah, and really that. blood them. Yeah, I can see that. That that's that is that is kind of what they're aiming to set up, and I think that is what's going to happen. But before we have to get there, it needs to, again. I love that promo where Moxie's like, "I don't team with anybody I haven't bled with," and I'm like, "All right, well, yeah. that's what's going to happen here." Um, I, I think so. what they're gonna, man, because Brian Danielson's just a wrestling genius. Mm. Um, I think we're going to see a level, an unprecedented level of violence here, but not. Like you say, not the weapons, the glass, the chairs, the barbed wire, none of that stuff. I think we're going to see like a, a really vicious fight. Yeah, you're going to have, again, if people checked out the show I did with James Truepenny, um, an old school Neo uh, Yoshi style um, LOC wrestling match where they kick the head off each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and that, that kind of thing where they don't need the weapons they don't need the weapons but the weapons can come in if needed but with this kind of stuff it's going to be hard hitting super strong style and that's what they want to do the next there will man- be pictures of both of them on social media afterwards with their chests well, all yeah. destroyed from, from chops the next match however is going to be violence of a whole different kettle of fish ha- have you seen uh, this week's Dynamite I haven't seen this week's Dynamite in full but I've seen bits it- of it even if you just watch the CM Punk MJF face off, mm. it's amazing. And it actually, the whole, ev- everyone was brilliant on it, even uh, Jim Ross. Jim Ross's calls on it were his like peak 90s Jim Ross stuff. He was excellent. Yeah. Well, this is the end um, of uh, Walmart Greeter, Phil, I think. <laughs> Uh, you know, we finally start seeing shades of CM Punk actually being CM Punk, which is great. Um, I, I just love the little touches where, you know, calling back that he was a fan, that he left in 2014, all this kind of stuff. It was great. Uh, but uh, I agree here with what culture Punk has to win this. If he doesn't, it's See, dead in the water. Dead in the water. Again, if he I, win it. I don't know, because like, they're also lining up MJF to be... I mean, MGF. It could, doesn't. It could doesn't. Rob hurt, it, it doesn't hurt know? MGF if he if he loses. No, not the punk. Not, it, it, not no, the punk, and it, not it, in this storyline. The only person this hurts by losing is Punk. Yeah, I mean, he he is the he's a level of babyface we haven't seen like since the likes of Bret Hart. You know, your real pure white meat babyface. Yeah, so Punk has to win this one. I it's the only match I'm actually going to call. And uh, it, it's Punk. If it's not, if Punk doesn't win this, he's done. I'll tell you what this match could really benefit from, and it's something that AEW don't do a lot, and that WWE do too much of, although they are excellent at it. Um, this match needs uh, before it an amazing video package yeah. of the uh, the promos, the face offs, the the fights they've had. Like th- this has, I mean. We're sitting here at the start of March and this is the feud of the year for me. Yeah. I agree. I agree, man. 
And the main event, which isn't really the main event, but is the main event anyway. Um, it's got three main events on this bloody it show. It does, and they're legit main events. Hangman Page versus Adam Cole for the AEW World Heavyweight title. These, these guys have a, a hell of a job ahead of them because they're going to have to come out, like you say, after the Punk match, after the Danielson match. After we've had, you know, the the kind of trios, mad cocaine banger matches. But the whole thing with Hangman Page is once he gets in that ring, he always pulls it out of the bag. And I, I think this is going to be brilliant. And it's Adam Cole. Baby. It's Adam Cole, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's Adam Cole, baby. Come phenomenal rest. Yeah. Uh, this one's going to be, look, I don't care who wins. I really, really want Adam Cole to win. Um, I think he will. That it, I, I know I'm not going to call it, but... You know, yeah. Well, uh, what culture think? I, I don't know. I just it makes I'd, it makes more sense to take the belt off Page you now. Like, okay, so Revolution is what the the SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, Revolution. Yeah, and the big one is um, all in or all out. All, all out would be yeah the yeah. big one. So it makes sense to do a big title change here. Um, if it doesn't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Well, uh, it doesn't I make mean, any sense to, to not do a title change here. Well, there's two things for me. Um, I think Page is brilliant. Uh, I love him as champion. I know it hasn't been the biggest storyline in the world, but I just I love seeing him with the title. I think the build up to it was so good mm. that they can kind of coast along on that for a few months. Yeah, I don't want to see him drop the title just yet. Right. But like like most of the other matches that they have in the card, right? It, there, there's there's angles either way here, depending on who wins. And I think I might partly agree with you. I think with Adam Cole's run, it kind of needs a shot in the arm, mm. and him with that world title would be would be a big one. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Well, look, I want to thank What Culture and Andy H Murray for that because that is a great rundown. We appreciate it. Um, but Martin, we've that's going to do it for this edition of the Rewind here. And folks, again, thank you so much for checking us out. We really appreciate it. If this is your first stream. Subscribe, what are you doing? Hit the like button. Uh, because that helps us a lot. Hit the subscribe button. And of course, if you're checking out on Switch as well, please subscribe. We are live every single Friday. Um, and next week, of course, it's gonna like usually we do the show here on uh, WCW, ECW, WB, whatever. We are going to do uh, a full in-depth review of AEW next week. And um I'm looking He's forward still to my beating heart. Well Martin, after that we got we gotta jump back to WCW. So I'm looking forward to that as well. That as well. Like I'm really enjoying the, the the older shows. Yeah, for sure, man. But I'm I'm looking forward to AEW again. Uh, it's going to be great. I'm probably going to check it out on Wednesday because uh, I'm not here. <laughs> I'm not going to be at home. I'm going to be going to be uh, out of the country. He's off to he's off to Ukraine to fight. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to Greece to look at museums. But uh, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I want to go before you know the before the world completely goes mad but um yeah so we'll be back next week here on phoenix 32.5 fm uh the true penny channel and of course the streams guys so again thank you very very much martin is starting you want the plug before we get out here no i've burned through everything on my switch i have nothing to play for the love of god would you just release breath of the wild 2 <laughs> fair enough guys we'll be back here next week thank you so much just the rest of everyone bye guys
Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.